This is Not Quite Dead, a gal pal horror movie discussion podcast. We do deep dives on our favorite scary movies, but sometimes we really just like to keep it shallow. I'm your host, Kate. I'm Megan. Get ready for all spoilers. love that this is now our second episode yeah this is our second time doing this together yes we did child's play in person yeah Yeah, we did bride of chucky yeah yeah that's right (laughs) oh how fun yeah i I, i'm very fortunate and thankful kate came out to visit for thanksgiving this year so we're doing a very special edition recording of our finale which is why we're a week off from where we thought we would be but thought it was worth it I think so. I think with a season full of rituals and friendships, I think that being able to come out here and do this in person is a really great opportunity and a really nice way to put a bow on this season. Yeah, and we didn't actually think we were going to do rituals this season. We, you know, we'd kind of just assembled some movies together and we were looking for a common thread and it became rituals, which which I think is really cool because we're going to get to talk a little bit about Um, some of our own very special friendship rituals, which ties in very nicely to Kate and Meg in general. (laughs) Yeah, I think that um, we're very much ritual type people as it is. We like having things that we do and go back to. And I think that thematically with these movies, there's a lot of rich territory to talk about the rituals as we have in every other episode. Uh, So in our finale episode, we have uh, a couple of uh, fun segments One of them is, of course, naturally talking about the best of the best and the worst of the worst in terms of the many rituals that we saw this season. Yeah, we love being judgmental. Of course. So we're going to stick that in there. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) These movies are too different to rank. There's no possible way, but we can definitely throw some shade on how bad some of these rituals were. And how good some of them were, too. (laughs) But the bad stuff is always fun. Um, We're also going to talk a lot about friendship. So we made some rituals for each other. And (laughs) we haven't seen each other's performance of said ritual yet. So we're looking forward to that. Yes, I am looking forward to it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little apprehensive maybe, but I think it'll be fun. It's going to be funny. (laughs) Yes, and there will be plenty of visual evidence on our blog for you guys to catch after that segment. Um, but we're going to wrap up by really just talking about friendship because friendship is magic. It is. It's the the greatest thing that you can have, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> so with that, uh, two rituals and two friendships. Let's start with the worst rituals that we saw this season. Yeah, we'll get the bad news out of the way, like everybody (laughs) usually picks. (laughs) 
Which one did you think was the worst ritual? You know, really the only ritual that I don't think we saw finish was the ritual Mm-hmm. From the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> that one's probably the most ironically disappointing. It is, yes. <laughs> it's so uh, na- poorly named since it's it's really not the titular, like, it's not the, like, apex of this season. No. Um, yeah, we, we didn't really get to see that ritual finish, and I'm not exactly sure what was supposed to happen. Like, I, I think the guy, I think the idea behind that ritual was, you know, we perform these rites, this ceremony, and now he becomes a worshiper. This this guy that they have labeled as weak, right? But what does that even look like? Yeah. Being a worshiper look like? Does he? I know. And that one's really tough because the last literal third of the movie is just prepping for this villager sacrifice ritual with this old Norse god and... There's, like, way too much explanation, but then also not enough. So you're just like, okay, this guy might die, but he also might just become, like, I guess an immortal-ish worshiper. I don't know. And then it just, like, yeah, it just wasn't effective. Yeah. We see those mummies that come to life in that upper level, and is that what he's supposed to become? I don't know. But he doesn't. Uh, No. He gets away. He he gets away. I think we kind of talked about in the episode how – he kind of saves himself by basically killing all the worshippers. So he's the only possible <laughs> worshipper left. So he can't get killed. <laughs> but we don't get to see the ritual play out, which I I always thought was kind of a bummer. I would have liked to see what was supposed to happen. So that's my least favorite ritual this season. What about you? Yeah, I I didn't like the I didn't like Ouija. I think that thinking through all of the rituals in the other movies we had some really 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 strong contenders and so Ouija unfortunately is just such a weak movie overall that the ritual just felt like kind of arbitrary to me there's the rules of how you're supposed to play the Ouija game and it really felt like their playing of it And the rules, I don't know, there weren't, like, rules on, like, oh, this is how you play to contact the ghost in order to bring your friend back. It was more like, oh, you need to make sure you don't break these rules because then you'll just die. So it actually felt like a very tenuous ritual that was happening. It's true. You're right. Because they were trying to get back their friend. And you could say they followed the rules for that. But it also unleashes stuff that they're not expecting. And so the ritual is just, like, you just do this. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen, Exactly. (laughs) It's like, it's like, okay, you can, like, open this Pandora's box and whatever ghost happens to, like, fly through is just what you're dealing with. Like, there's no, like, even transaction of, like, okay, I'm going to say these things and that will exactly get my friend back. Yeah. 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 It's – and, you know, I I felt a little bad choosing the ritual um, because this movie is also just bad. Like, it's not a fun movie to really watch. So I did want to choose this one. Um, but we do actually see it work, so that was the only reason why I left it off. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not great. It's and it's not really not clear what the ritual is supposed to accomplish, <laughs> except wreak havoc. Right? Yeah, Ouija. I mean, in a season where we had like Suspiria and The Exorcist, and then to like close it out with Ouija was kind of funny. 
I know. We did not plan that right. We had never seen it, so it's not our fault, guys. <laughs> I mean, definitely go back and listen to the episode um, because there is a lot of uh, just funny things in a movie that's so bad. But um, I think when when you go back and look at the overall season, Ouija just does not hold its ground. Even like as a ritual, I feel like it doesn't hold its ground. It's just true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's always fun to dump on the bummers, but we had some really, really, really strong movies and rituals this season. So why don't you start us off with your favorite? Rosemary's Baby. Of course. course, It's so good. It's a real classic satanic ritual. Uh, She gets drugged um, right around when she's – like they know when she's ovulating everyone's in on it they take her into this like chamber dungeon where the devil rapes her and they're all chanting uh and then at the end of the movie she actually has the baby and i was thinking we were talking about um house of the devil and how house of the devil is also effective you know because she does get pregnant at the end but i have to give rosemary's baby credit for like she actually has the baby and then by the end of the movie decides that she's going to raise the Antichrist baby. Like that's the (laughs) most... she's going to rock it. (laughs) Exactly. Like that's like the most effective ritual I can imagine where it's like not only did you gaslight the mother for like nine months into into this, but like you've now convinced her to actually mother the Antichrist. They have really gaslit her like through and through. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I I always forget how much planning went into that ritual too. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't just the motion that they went through was the dates like they had this baby july of 1966 yeah june of 1966 yes specifically for the date you know like man they did not uh leave any stone unturned when when figuring this out i know just top to bottom they're very very organized satanists and i can really appreciate that Yeah. yeah the other thing i really liked about that ritual and i did almost choose this as my favorite um but uh, the dream sequences really showed us how visceral this re- this ritual was mm-hmm. for Mia Farrow's character. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was a uh, scary and and worked. Yeah. What did you pick as your favorite? What did I pick? I ended up picking Suspiria. I uh, and and I guess I'll I guess I'll say the new Suspiria because that's where we actually see the ritual. I really thought it was great how they tied the the dance into the ritual. The dance was the ritual itself and took that theme or took that, you know, their their cover up. Their cover up for this is a dance school and they just worked it into how they're actually playing out their witchcraft and it's right in front of everybody's face. I just think it's so great and it's also choreographed so well. You can tell that it's witchy. Like, when you're watching, you can tell, like, that the moves are very pagan. You know, it, it feels good to watch. It's it's a really cool ritual. And then it works, and it also catches them all by surprise, which I think is cool. It shows the power of the of the ritual and of, of the witch hierarchy. Yeah. I think the Suspiria ritual in the remake is really beautiful. I feel like it's... It is really mindful of how the original is but like you mentioned the original doesn't actually get to that final point of ritual and so it i love the remake because the remake just takes all of these like threads and ideas from from the 
uh, 70s version and just like makes them more holistic where it's like oh we're going to really make the dancing an integral part of how this ritual comes to life and they they actually do bring back that you know high witch mother into dakota johnson's body oh mother <laughs> i i love it too i think the suspiria one is really great i was surprised with how much i just enjoyed that movie in general mm-hmm. so i was glad you turned me on to it but what do you guys think what what are your favorite rituals this season and where did we get it wrong we won't agree with you <laughs> I mean, there were some other really great ones. You know, Exorcist. Did you think that Exorcist was better or worse than Suspiria? Especially the Suspiria remake. How controversial. (laughs) I mean, there are several movies we didn't even talk about. And so if we left your favorite off, please, please, please tell us where we went wrong so that we can ignore you or argue with you. Because that's what we love to do. Yep. I have so much fun doing our crafts every season. Yeah. (laughs) This season's craft was intense. It went beyond (laughs) crafting, which I, you know, I was wondering what we were going to do for ritual when Mm -hmm. we first brought up the theme. And I was like, are we going to find a ritual and make ourselves do it? You know, (laughs) how weird are we going to get with this? (laughs) I thought of this idea of like, a ritual in a box because I was thinking of care packages and I felt like we could have gone really mean and horrible with these rituals especially because we knew that we were going to be filming ourselves doing them (laughs) but I wanted to yeah make you like a care package ritual that just made you happy I wanted it to bring you a lot of joy when you opened it and then when you performed the ritual that's true like it felt very much like camp like when you, when I was at camp and I'd get a box from somebody it was always so nice and yours was very thoughtful and did make me laugh and made me happy the frame of mind I had when I was building yours was those date in a box mm. subscriptions okay so Zach and I have done a couple and they're kind of fun and they're always cheesy like you always do something corny so uh I put in a few different parts to a ritual and was hoping that uh it would it would make for fun (laughs) fun exercise but as we found out (laughs) some parts were a little tough I know I have to like (laughs) caveat like before you watch my video and we've talked about this already but I mean because I like fundamentally failed to complete like one of the tasks there was like a partial ritual that I wasn't able to finish but all of the parts were so great and I love that the ritual that you built for me is something that I could do over and over again. If it, mm-hmm. if it was something where I was like, oh, yeah, like now that I've done this thing, I can now just like do this part of the ritual forever if I like want to think about you. So anyway, I think that we should, <laughs> before we gush too much, I think that we should listen and react to each other's videos yeah and then you guys will be able to actually see our videos on our blog in their entirety yeah we know that you guys love these little media clips so please go check it out all right kate i'm gonna listen to yours i'm really excited toothy friends (laughs) i love our necklaces so much (laughs) kate have you heard this poem before I haven't, but it does sound like a lot of other Robert Frost poems. 
Kate, I will always put down chores to come over and talk to you instead. (laughs) I know this felt so like us to just be like, I could be doing other more important things, but there's nothing more important than (laughs) chit-chatting. Fifth attempt. (laughs) I really thought Kate had little sisters. She'll get this this bracelet thing okay. This is a cute setup. It's like you fell to the floor. I love it. That was fun. It was I really so enjoyed fun. watching you go through this. I like loved the rituals that you sent me because I loved the particularly the wearing the friendship bracelet, making the cocktail, and like watching a favorite movie. I just felt like, oh man, there's so many movies that we love. And so if I just wanted to like be reminded of you or like think about you, I'm like, oh yeah, I can like have a drink and watch like any of the millions of horror movies that we love or watching Pen Fifteen or something. Like it's just like a nice way to like bond with you without us being next to each other. How did the uh, cocktail come out? It was good. Okay, good. Yeah, it was good. Because I, uh, I had actually never made it. I just picked it solely based off oh. the name. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, that didn't make it into the video. But um, yeah, super good. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're going to laugh. I can't wait to watch <laughs> your... Oh my gosh, the music. <laughs> Oh, I love that you like the shirt. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> I love the dancing. It's so good. It was really important to me to try to look like a total idiot while you got to watch this. This is so loud. Sorry. I like that you wrote it on the bathroom mirror. Yeah. I love how much dancing there is. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Megan. That was so insane. I loved it. I love your commitment to the dancing. It was so good. I'm also glad that you like the t-shirt. I had a lot I of love fun the making t-shirt. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, man. The transitions, the filters, just everything. Oh, my God. Amazing. I immediately when I – it was your playlist. Like, I wanted to include your playlist in the mm-hmm. video, too. Yeah. And I've been on this Beyonce kick for, like, two years, I want to say. Yeah. It's been a while, and I'm not sure where it came from. But, um, yeah, so I was like, I'm just going to make her a music video. And there's a lot of really bad dancing for you guys to look at. It's not bad, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it would give you a laugh. Oh, my gosh. So good. So unexpected. I guess we should say, like, what the rituals that we made for each other yeah, were. we should explain it a little. Yeah, so for Megan, I made her a ritual box for banishing winter doldrums because I know I get seasonal sads Um, (laughs) and so I wanted to just make something that was like really colorful and like fun and energetic for like those really gray dreary days just like give yourself a little like boost of happiness in the middle of winter yeah so there was a candle there was wine which was (laughs) great uh a tie-dye shirt and um, a playlist, a music playlist to listen to dancing. And what else am I missing? There were stickers. And um, there was a, a chant that you needed to do the at chant, the end. chant, right. Yeah. As soon as I saw the playlist, I was like, oh, I'm making a, a music video. <laughs> um, I had fun I making the playlist. try to make a fool out of myself a little bit <laughs> for our podcast. Which um, uh, we can put the Spotify playlist on oh, our blog yeah, too, so that if me you too. need to banish your winter doldrums, you can also have a dance party to Beyonce. Yeah. And there's some other fun songs too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there's Little Britney. Love it. But yeah, so for Kate's, I, like I said, I wanted to do lots of little 
tiny rituals that could eventually add up to one larger ritual. I was trying to just sum up all the fun things we like doing together. So I wanted to include a craft. <laughs> Sorry about that one. <laughs> um, I I didn't include music actually, and I was thinking about that like, oh, we should I should have thrown a just dance in there. But um, I did want to have yoga, something that involved like a, a music video or not a music video, sorry, a uh, workout video or something, because mm-hmm. we do that together a lot. And actually, that's how we met was, or how we got to know each other better was exercising, yes. which is funny because we both hate it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had Kate make her own cocktail. Mm-hmm. And I forget what it was called now, but it was like a friendship cocktail. Yeah, it was. Um and the idea was to wear the friendship bracelets up on the cocktail, watch a favorite movie um, that reminds me of us. <laughs> there was reading of the poem while wearing our toothy necklace. Yeah. Uh, toothy necklace. Oh, with um, your blood sacrifice. That's right. With I my put, blood sacrifice. I put floss in there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, every good ritual needs to have blood somewhere. So oh my gosh. And not to flex too much, but I was like, I floss all the time. It's going to be hard to get blood out of my nose. I'm like, she's going to dig. <laughs> So I was like, all right, I'm going to have to, like, really get in there. <laughs> You're so good. I know I'm so bad about flossing. I guess I'm projecting a little bit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm so glad you liked it. And mm-hmm. I had so much fun decorating the box. I had the, just... the box was really cute. I really loved it. My sister had just brought up all this um, old memory stuff that my mom had given me back. And... Um, I had forgotten what was in there, but it was a lot of stuff from high school. Like, I had these old magazines from high school. Mm-hmm. The year 2000, it was like a prom oh, wow. magazine. Okay. And that's yeah. where I got a lot of stuff from. Yes, it's this, like, beautiful, like, hot glue collage <laughs> all over it with, like, these kind of scrapbooky looking, like, flowers and, like, hearts on it. It was really cute. And I love that. I don't want to work anymore because I say that to you probably seven times a that's week. That's our line. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it really reminded me of high school, like when I was a kid and and my girlfriends and I would make each other boxes like that. We would just like make each other envelopes or, you know, decorate stuff with collages. Yeah. So it was fun. I had fun making your box too. I loved like just painting it and I was like, oh, it can just be like really colorful and like kind of messy. And like, I was like, oh, I can do silly stuff, like put googly eyes on the inside. (laughs) That was great. I loved opening it and seeing all the googly eyes. So I remember you bringing up the googly eyes. Yes. I was like, what am I going to have to do with them? (laughs) I just love that they're there. Yeah, they're just attached to it. Um, And then there's some like uh, flower confetti type stuff like in the box. Just like fun stuff. It was great to like put things together to be like, oh yeah, this is kind of silly and like should make you smile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for my ritual box. Thank you for mine. I'm excited that... um, their rituals that like I said that we can redo yeah yeah every good ritual can be done more than once and nobody has to die that should be a criteria (laughs) (laughs) no one has to die me a podcast episode to listen to uh to really kind of not close out the season but um just kind of thematically brought together a lot of pieces for this season for us yeah it kind of fell into my lap and I was like whoa 
This is a great tie-in <laughs> to what we're talking about. And then it turned out you had already been listening to that podcast series. So that yes. was kind of cool. Yeah, the podcast is Invisibilia, which is an NPR podcast. Um, and th- this past few months, they have been doing episodes all about friendship. And I had been listening to them. I thought that the episodes um, that I had listened to were, were really good and really interesting. It was making me think a lot about friendships. And then there was this episode about would you go to therapy with a friend and in that episode they talk explicitly about rituals that people can and should do with their friends yeah and that has us written all over it i know (laughs) i started listening to that episode and the first thing that the host says is that she like withdrew from the idea of friendship therapy which I thought was really funny because as soon as I saw that topic, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to this. Like, mm-hmm. I want to go to therapy with Kate. Like, <laughs> Oh, I know. I don't, there, there's no problem. Like, Kate and I don't have, like, issues that we're sorting through. But I just thought the idea of going to a therapist and talking to Kate for a dedicated hour a week would be so fun. Like a moderated hour, <laughs> yes, too, where yes. they're, like, asking us questions. Uh, and that's, like, what I love about our friendship is um, – just like this podcast, uh, we go pretty deep sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and shallow, <laughs> and shallow. <but> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't think that we have problems, but I think that if there was something going on with us where I felt like we were having communication problems or like issues or whatever, I would definitely go to therapy with you because I, because I would be like, yeah, this is something that I value enough and want to make sure it stays good and healthy and strong for a long time. Yeah, I appreciated that they talked about how. Friendships are these relationships that they happen, but they don't get the same kind of emotional recognition from outsiders, like outside parties, right? Mm -hmm. Like how meaningful they can be to you because they're not family. I know. And I hate that. And I hadn't, (laughs) I hadn't thought about it, you know, until that episode. And I was like, yeah, I was devastated when Kate left the Mm -hmm. area and I was very concerned that I'd never talk to her again because it was you get so used to like losing friends over time mm-hmm. like when they move uh ever since I was a kid I'm sure we've all gone through this right you have a friend that moves away and you might pen pal for a while and then you get tired of pen paling and you make new friends and it's over and I was always so afraid that that would happen but that hasn't been the case no and I mean we've done actually so much since then and I think that yeah. we've gotten really creative in terms of like what we do to like keep our friendship like strong and active like I mean the podcasts have been great um all of our little projects that we do um and all of our other rituals that we had uh while I was still in the area and like some of the new rituals that we have now um and in the podcast episode they say that you know having these rituals with friends that build this bond over time and make it something that you can go back to is really really valuable in a friendship so i want to talk about some of the rituals that we do just kind of naturally like we didn't even think of them as rituals right (laughs) i'm just like uh we well you know for a while we were running three times a week and we'd call each other i mean Mm -hmm. until i got hurt right so we're 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 picking up a new exercise ritual but i mean that's the ritual that started all our rituals was running and yeah. yeah running and having that dedicated time three to four times a week where we'd get up so early and it was so cold but we would do it because we wanted to and during those exercise um 
jaunts that we did like I love just having the t- like the dedicated time to just catch up with you like, yeah. there was no distractions nothing else it was just like all right we're gonna go out for however many hours and we're just gonna <laughs> there weren't even cars on the road yet <laughs> no and we're just gonna we're just gonna chit chat and be miserable together yeah I I did love sharing misery with you like that that <laughs> itself is a ritual it really is yeah. Um, and I'm so glad that we've been able to continue that in various forms over the last um, few years, even though it looks different now. Um, and I think that like another ritual that we've done, although it's been a while since we've done it, was our Gal Pal weekend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always uh, text you or call you when I know Zach is going out of town and I'll mm-hmm. be alone because I'm like, oh, it's, it could be our Gal Pal weekend. I know. <laughs> like, just a, a reminder. But those were those were some of my funnest memories of when you were in the area Mm -hmm. yeah yeah just like movies and eating and yoga and just dance and like just like a true like adult slumber party yeah all weekend (laughs) yeah yeah so much fun share the bed (laughs) much to our husband's chagrin (laughs) and of course this podcast Mm -hmm. is our biggest ritual that we do with each other you know, at the end of each season, we don't always know when we're going to start up again, but we know that we will. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I love that we have turned this podcast into just more bonding time where we spend a lot of time talking about the movies that we could watch or maybe we put them off for a later season. We tell each other when we're going to watch the movie so that we can cue them up at the same time at home. Uh, and text about them while we're watching them. Um, I love that ritual. Me too. I, I love really watching like movies with you. Yeah. Near or far, it's always fun. Yeah, watching movies <laughs> together is great. And then when we're in the middle of a season, I love it when you, like, see an article or a YouTube video or something that, like, happens to be related to, like, the season that we're talking about. And then we just have all these, like, additional things to share with each other. Yeah. 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 This podcast has been great. I, I'm like, I wouldn't recommend a podcast for every friendship, but I would not recommend doing a podcast for I, close friends. I think that because we're the same, like, kind of type A maniac, like, <laughs> having, like, a, a very time-intensive project is actually, like, really beneficial to channel all of our energy into. But, like, yeah, I think that if you're not that kind of person, like, don't do a, don't do a huge project like this but like think about like smaller projects that you and a friend could do where maybe it's like yeah just like once a month you watch a movie at the same time or you get really into crocheting at the same time just like stuff that like helps deepen like what you're relating to each other with yeah you and I have really been hashtag blessed with the ability to really expand on our shared hobbies together like running has been one Mm -hmm. the podcast obviously we both like reading we've we've read it at the same time and Mm -hmm. talked about it and um I don't know we've just had a lot of cool overlap that you know if you can determine that with your friend you can find a way to create a ritual for yourself and not lose that friend over time yeah, and then maybe you don't have to go to friend therapy because you'll just have your rituals. <laughs> or maybe both because I just honestly, I just want more time to talk to you. I know. I just want to like really impress the therapist with how much we love each other. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to tell us like, you guys are codependent. Like, <laughs> well, I love this podcast and I love you. 
I love you too, Kate. <laughs> I'm so glad we started doing this together and that it's still going. Me too. And for all of our listeners, as we said, this is uh, just one season of many. We have so many new fun things in the pipeline including maybe some little bonus episodes for the holiday season which is literally right around the corner a creepy christmas so stay tuned and go hug your friend yeah and like and subscribe (laughs) (laughs) this was not quite dead check out our other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts Follow us on Instagram at NotQuiteDeadPodcast and on Twitter at NQD underscore podcast. Follow our blog for bonus content at NotQuiteDeadPodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And happy watching.